0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning. We've got great racing across the board coming up this weekend in the Harness Code. We've got the Ballarat Pacing Cup on Saturday night, which features... A cracking field of top-class Grand Circuit stars headed by Lock and Varart. He's been heavily backed already. He went up as close to equal favouritism with Expensive Ego. He comes up with the two-gate Lock and Varart, second up from that long break. Expensive Ego is fresh up out of his Inter-Dominion placing. He's drawn directly behind him on the second row. And then there's a stack of other high-quality paces. Spirit of St. Louis in fantastic form, amazing dreams there. Max Delight is also first up out of the Inter-Dominion. So that is going to be a sensational race as is the Fremantle Pacing Cup out of Gloucester Park on Friday night in the current world we live in. There's no real interest from outside of WA, but still, their free-for-all ranks at the moment are so deep, and it's such an open race due to the class that so many of the runners have. uh, The Bond stable, the halls, they've got big hands to play, and then, of course, Ray Williams with Magnificent Storm, he's come up with of the front row draw. So they're the two main features when it comes to Group 1 harness racing in Australia this weekend, but a little close to home at Menangle we've got a really good card of racing on Saturday night featuring the Wraith Memorial for the three-year-old fillies. Just quickly back to yesterday, only a smaller six-race card at Menangle Uh, yesterday afternoon was a later start, three o'clock, and Darren Binskin had a good day at the office. He had two wins. I think he's only two now away from the Thousand and also uh, the McDowell's had a good day. Joe Connolly stable is absolutely flying. The fortunate son was able to rate good time again 152 and 2 and he had a trial at Penrith earlier this week, Art Tudor. He's been racing Super Bowl, but he smashed the Penrith track record in 52-2 and two there. So the Joe Connolly team is certainly one to follow at the moment. And there was also two trials conducted yesterday, uh, two fast class trials. Many of these horses we will expect to see in the coming weeks return to the races with a view to the Carnival of Miracles, which is only about a month away from kicking off. I think it's only uh, a month until the Newcastle Mile Chariots of Fire weekend. Zeus Bromack was back. Of course, he unfortunately missed the to Dominion, but he rated 52 and 4. Mac Shard, we haven't seen him for close to 12 months. Crunch time's back in action. Captain Crusader, no doubt, being aimed towards the Chariots of Fire. And the prolific Group 1 winner, Antonia, she was also there in that first trial. So they went 52 and 4, but then they went even quicker in the second of the Open Class trials. Titian Rader, another who took massive steps forward last preparation as a three-year-old. He's back at four again for Harry Martin. He rated and nine at the trials. Lineup was there as well. And a couple of other quality paces back in 20 ran a good trial. He might be one to keep an eye out for. And what's up, sunshine? Another younger commodity that will be no doubt targeted towards some bigger races. So two really strong trials yesterday at Menangle. If you miss them, make sure you go back and watch those replays because they will have a part to play in preparations for these good paces. This morning on, on the pace, I thought we'd catch up with Carter Delgetty. Of course, the Delgetty name's synonymous in harness racing in the Southern Hemisphere. His father, Cranes, had great success here in Australia over a long period of time. His mum, is also now in partnership. And Carter's been charged with some pretty top flight horses to campaign here in Australia over the next couple of months. Krug, we know so well. We saw him a little bit in Queensland last year and also a filly who will be going around in the Wraith Memorial on Saturday night. Just remember me. And Carter's been kind enough to join us this morning to have a chat about those two paces as well as their campaign that's to come. Thanks for your time, Carter. Welcome back to Australia. I'm sure that you're excited for the next few months.
1: Yeah, thanks, Brittany. Uh, it's good to be back in Australia. It's a bit warmer than back at home and i uh, very lucky to bring over some pretty good horsepower.
0: Absolutely. No doubt this was... Uh, carnival or a few carnivals coming up that your dad has been looking forward to getting horses to. We know that Krug came over to Queensland last year and had a successful winter campaign. But how did the conversation go? How did you get the call-up for the trip?
1: Uh, it's a good question, really. Like, we've sort of been aiming Krug at, at the Chariots of Fire for a, quite a while now, and his has, has runs through a couple of weeks sort of showed us that he is good enough now to step up against the best in Australasia. So... Um, I sort of probably done a lot of work with them at home and, and all of that and with Dad having the yearling hours at home he probably was not really committed to come so I thought I'm in a good position and here I am.
0: How long have you been here and how long have the horses been here?
1: Uh, so myself and the horses uh, both, both arrived on Sunday so we've been here a few days now and they're just settling in pretty good just getting used to the heat and that but um, they're coming good quickly.
0: Are they the two horses that you've brought for this entire campaign or is there another one or two that could join you depending on how long it stretches out for?
1: Um, Yeah, most likely just these two, but um, we've we've got not a bad colt at home, a a two-year-old or three-year-old colt now, maybe for the Derby, but um, at this stage, probably just these two.
0: Let's have a chat about them individually now. Krug, as I mentioned, we got to see him last year in Queensland. He contested and won the Redcliffe Derby and then he had a shot at the Rising Sun where he raced really well against the older horses and then came out and ran a super race in the Derby as well. He was then given a bit of time off and he targeted Cup Week, as you mentioned. Didn't go around in the main feature, but he really showed that despite the fact that he was only a late-season three-year-old, technically, this four-year-old campaign looks really positive for him. He was a dominant three-year-old in New Zealand. So, in terms of Cup Week, you mentioned how happy you guys were with him. Did he do what you expected him to do, or did he exceed your expectations?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing was, he's just putting it all together now, like, probably at two and three, he was just running off raw talent, um, just because how good he is. But now he's sort of, he's got the body to go with and he's got the mindset now, and He's he's pretty well the full package now, so um, I wouldn't say he's bulletproof yet, but he's he's pretty close to it.
0: His chariots of fire campaign will require him to to qualify in a lead-up race, so we'll discuss his preparation shortly. But just back to just under 10 days or just over 10 days ago now at Cambridge. He headed north and he was able to rip around there in 52 and 7 and smash the track record I believe. So that must have filled you with confidence because the mile racing is something that you Kiwis don't do a great deal of. So that proved that the short trip is going to suit him down to the ground that he'll have upcoming in these races.
1: Yeah for sure. I do think he will really suit the mile just because he's, he's the sort of horse that he can hold a fast tempo for a very long time. So He's probably going to run a really solid mile and even if he gets out to 2300 here, um, at a start or two, he's, he's going to be pretty good and he's just working on the track yesterday and today. He's, he's having a good look round and I think it will really suit him.
0: He's a top raider at 120, so there was really nowhere to hide or nowhere to give him a, a nice, solid starting point or a nice, easy starting point, I should say. He's straight in with the big boys on Saturday night in the feature or the open-class race. He's drawn out in nine. Uh, what can we expect from him on Saturday night?
1: Uh, we sort of picked out this date to race him um, for a while Aaron, and really the main aim for this week is, is just to, to get him to follow speed um, because obviously it's a very different style of racing to what he's used to. So we just want him to follow a nice speed and then and then we'll let him rip on the straight. But um, Jack will sort all that out. But um, don't expect to see firework from him this week.
0: Jack Trainer, as you mentioned, will be driving him. Has he committed to Krug or is he going to commit to Krug? Have you asked him to commit to Krug for the preparation or, or who can we expect to see partner him towards a chariot of Fire?
1: Uh, yes, at this stage, um, Jack will drive him. Um, this week and probably in this next start as well and and Anthony Bart who drove him in, in Redcliffe, he, he um, could be here for the final, could be not but um, we're just going to take things week by week but um, yeah, at this stage Jack's our man.
0: And then over to the Wraith Memorialer race that your family's had good success in in the past a couple of years ago i believe it was dr susan that won the wraith memorial before she went on to a a really good solid group one campaign tell us about this philly just remember me you only have to look at her breeding to know that she's got everything possibly going for her in that department by captain treacherous out of the brilliant champion mayor adore me she's just had the seven starts to date she wasn't obviously a natural early two-year-old type but how did she find your way into how did she find her way into your stable and what's the opinion been of her from day one
1: uh yeah that's right um we only got her late in her campaign even after she was qualified and her first start she really surprised us um she um she run a really good race and won well but um we're still sort of getting to know her but it was she was more of a a late call to bring her over than anything just because she's improved so much with us and looking at her breeding it's probably no real surprise but she's a filly that um she is getting better and better and she's developing physically too so um i'm actually really happy with her since she's been over here even though she's only had the seven starts but um i think she ran run a really good race on saturday
0: She's had those seven starts. She kicked off her career down in the South Island at home base at Addington, went to Kaikoura, went to Ashburton, and then she went up north and contested some really good races up there, including a last start second to probably what is the top three-year-old Philly in New Zealand in True Fantasy and went right-handed. So she's had a bit of experience despite being only lightly raced.
1: For sure, yeah, and, and it was a really big run there on the 31st. She, she runs second to True Fantasy, but... um. Even just working her before that race and then working her the last couple of weeks, she has really gone to another level since then. So um, the travelling is doing her well and uh, she's just going to get better and better through her time in Sydney.
0: She's also having her first start, obviously, at Menangle on Saturday night and it's a track that sometimes isn't the easiest for horses that are traveling to to get used to sometimes takes them a run or two to to really understand the racing pattern she's got a pretty tricky draw on saturday night but she possessed well she seems to possess pretty good gait speed so what is the mindset going into this group two feature
1: uh yeah is not ideal but uh she's the sort of horse that um anywhere we put her she'll just she'll either come out hard and relax or if we go back she'll relax with us too so um you know talking with Jack it's probably going to be a fair bit on early so we'll probably look to stay out of the early rush and um even if she rolls around to the desk um I think she um might get a feel a bit of a fright
0: it's a good deep feel but just having a look at the form a few of the main players Madrid's first up without a trial Steno's also fresh up but she trialed nicely last week Silk Cloud's a nice filly there's a lot of depth there but no doubt that kiwi form generally tends to stack up particularly the fact that she's got fitness on her side how long is the trip going to be carter because at this stage i guess you're on a bit of a one-way ticket
1: uh yeah it is a one-way ticket at the moment um the new zealand prime minister's probably not going to lead us back in but um that's no worries with me it's probably going to be um eight to ten weeks i'm picking to ask the miracle more but um we'll look and spot out a few other races but at the moment um, just until the Miracle Mile
0: You were able to have good success last year in Queensland is that a carnival that there's any thought given to or will it just be through the Miracle Mile and then I guess there's that lapse in the middle particularly with that uh, new feature race in New Zealand that's probably going to fit into programs nicely for a few good horses is Queensland still a possibility or is it a case of crossing that bridge when you come to
1: it? Um, yes, it is. We we really loved our time there uh, last year. That We got treated very well and it was a great time and good racing. So um, it definitely is on the cars. We we took one horse there last year and would probably if we did it again, would take two or three. So yeah, it, it definitely is a thought.
0: And what about the race in New Zealand? Of course, this is a new slot race. Is that something that Krug will be targeted towards if he can manage to, to get a slot in that? It's great money and it's starting to generate plenty of interest.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you just got to look at the the stake money for the race, and and you can't really turn away from that. So um, after this this campaign in Sydney, he'll he'll definitely have a crack at that.
0: Exciting times! And just quickly before we let you go, you've recently acquired your license to drive in races, and you're having a great time of it as well. Plenty of success. Did you pack the helmet and vest to have a steer while you're over here?
1: Ah uh, yes, um, I do have the driving bag over here, so um. Uh, could, could potentially um, see remember me um, being low racing on a Tuesday, you might see me there but um, just staying with Jack Trainer, he, he said keep the whites ready so yeah, see what happens. Excellent doing,
0: stuff though. Oh well it sounds as though you're going to have a lot of fun over the next little while particularly with these two paces as they head towards some bigger and better races and we really do wish you the best of luck with the team and thanks for your time this morning
1: uh, Thanks Brett, see you later
0: Carter Dalgetty there this morning joining us for On The Pace, a son of Chris, Chrissy and Crandell Getty and he is in charge of some very nice horses over the next few weeks here in New South Wales and no doubt he knows them so well from working with them closely at home he'll do a terrific job with them so that's the feature on Saturday night at Menangle, that group 2 race memorial, it's race number 5 on the card. just a quick run through the field, London legs 1, Madrid 2, the last start group 1 breeders challenge winner, smooth bonbon 3, the Iron Lady a former Kiwi, now with Jason Grimson in four steno five Steph in six the seven is silk cloud eugenian in eight just remember me nine and the governess has the outside draw being an odm runner so that is the group two Wraith memorial and it's a race that generally has very good form out of it ahead of the New South Wales Oaks, which is only a few short weeks away. Today in New South Wales we have our regular Bathurst card of racing. Eight races, including the Star Trek final, which is always hotly contested, a $15,000 feature there. Surface looks pretty hard to beat in that one. It's the current favourite for Jack Trainer and Jack Calligan. So that will be race number five on tonight's card at Bathurst. I'll be back tomorrow morning to discuss Penrith tomorrow evening just with the six races once more. And no doubt we'll also have a look ahead to the weekend feature racing